This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Snap, safety blitz, play fake, setting up, fields, everything picked up. Wide open, Jesse James at the five, just backs into the end zone, leisurely, touchdown, touchdown Bears. Jesse James, 30 yards from Justin Fields. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker, fresh off a, I thought, a great conversation about baseball movies and Little Big League and all Cody's thoughts, some good, some not, but I enjoy that, especially all accurate, whether they're good wow. or bad, accurate and correct is the right thing. Accurate and correct. That's the way I would sum up pro football focus when they're breaking down football and quarterback, especially college to pros. Seth Galina is going to join us right now. He is the senior college football analyst at pro football focus. His thoughts on some of these rookies as they deb- debut this uh, year in, in the preseason. Seth, you wrote it up on the pro football focus website. You graded these guys. Big picture question. I just want your thoughts on this class as a whole. Five first-round quarterbacks. How good is this class? You know, you watched them in college last year. You had them in college last last couple of years. Now to the pros. Are, are we looking at a, a group with these five, from Lawrence to Wilson, Lance, Fields, Jones, that could end up as, as one of the better quarterback classes we've seen in a while here? Yeah, I think so. But of course, every time we end up saying that, you all know what happens and only one or two of them end up being like starters for, you know, five, 10 years or whatever. So like, yeah, it feels like it. And especially like, I don't know how how close you guys are following um, the upcoming class of quarterbacks uh, for next year, but right now it doesn't look that great. You have one probably surefire first round pick and that's that's probably it. So it's like, yeah, everything looks good now with these guys. And, and uh, you know, a few of them had really nice games uh, to start their kind of like live uh, NFL uh, careers. But, uh, it, you know, the, these like, you know, what is it, the 1983 class? They don't come around very often. So, like, I, I, I'm cautious about it. Like, I think they're all really good quarterbacks, but I'm cautious about all five of them being long-term starters. You know, you mentioned quarterbacks last year in the you know the hall that we got out of the draft last year, and you don't expect much this year. You're only really expecting one surefire first-round draft pick. Is there somebody that you think is going to come through the ranks that is going to surprise people that maybe sneak into that first round or maybe even dominate and get higher in the first round this next year? Uh, I'll go with uh, Nevada quarterback Carson Strong. I, you know, I we looked at what. So they play in the air raid offense. Um, Matt Mummy is the offensive coordinator, the son of Hal Mummy, who with Mike Leach developed the air raid you know, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it was. So, you know, this past season, we had our big referendum on the air raid because Mike Leach and Mississippi State, they couldn't move the ball to save their lives. So, yeah, does the air raid work? Blah, 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 blah. Well, turns out if you go and watch the Nevada tape, it works really well when you, I mean, certainly level of competition is different from the SEC, 
But when you have a really elite quarterback playing there, then uh, then everything works out. So he's a guy that I was really surprised to honestly fall in love with his tape. And he comes back for another season. And, and uh, they have some really interesting out-of-conference games that they can maybe get some scouts uh, of some bigger teams. And, and uh, he can grow his brand in his name. Seth Galina joining us, pro football focus, college football analyst. So, Seth, you wrote up the five rookie quarterbacks, how they looked in their debuts this weekend. Uh, for their respective teams, and you graded Mac Jones, Zach Wilson at the top. What stood out? What was uh, what was so positive about what you saw to Zach Wilson with the Jets and Mac Jones with the Patriots? Well, I, I'd like to point out that I personally don't do the grading. I just do the watching of. I just do the watching and the writing. It's a very much easier job than the grading uh, that gets done at the uh, at the company. But I, for me, when I watched those two guys, and I think why they got graded very high was it was. Um, you know, the offenses, the offensive coordinators put them in a, in a situation not to, um, let's say, have to do too much. So it's like quick game, uh, get the ball out of their hands. Here's a one-on-one out route, you know, for Wilson, you know, uh, that I'm thinking of that he ran a lot at BYU last year. So something that he's comfortable with. And that's, and they didn't make mistakes. Like they threw the ball to the right player. They threw the ball accurately. Would you would like to see him in more, let's say, more difficult situations, maybe um, under pressure, maybe, um, third and, and longer, second and longer, where they have to kind of take a five-step drop, hitch up in the pocket, do all that stuff. You would like to see that, but, you know, first impressions, they did everything that they were told to do. They did it um, at, a, at a pretty high level, especially for a rookie quarterback. So it was pretty impressive. You know, you, you, you mentioned that about, <clears throat> sorry, you mentioned that about Mac Jones. Zach Wilson, what is it about Zach Wilson that has impressed you that you think could translate to the NFL level? Like, is there something specific that he does? Is there something more that he brings to the table that's, you know, basically ranking him as high as he is? Yeah, I mean, I, I, to tell you the truth, I wasn't the biggest Zach Wilson um, fan coming out. I uh, definitely thought he was a, probably a first, second-round quarterback. I didn't, definitely didn't see him as a number two, you know, top-five quarterback. And I think what people fall in love with is the ability to kind of make throws um, from weird angles, I would say, from weird positions. I think that the, he skewed a bit, you know, his play last year was skewed a bit by how easy BYU's schedule was. And then, you know, all the reports out of Jets camp was that he was struggling a lot and, and you know, the speed of the game was too much. It looked good. Like, I was surprised how good it looked on, on the field in preseason week one for, you know, the first quarter or how much he played. But, yeah, going back to, to your question, I think it's like this ability. He's got a quick release. He can hit all the spots on the field, and he can do it from on the run. He can do it from the pocket. He can do it moving sideways, forward, whatever, backwards, whatever. So I think that's what people – That's you know, that's your base, and then you're trying to build kind of like a, a real quarterback around it. And I think that's what people are excited about with that Wilson. Seth, uh, in the write-up, you, you talked about Justin Fields' footwork, something that could be an issue. Fields has, has gotten a lot of rave reviews. People are excited. And, and obviously, Chicago, they want to watch him play. There's a question of when that's going to be. You know, let, let's look ahead here. Let, let's say Matt Nagy does decide to hand over the reins sooner than later to Justin Fields. Do you think the, the footwork issue you noticed and the Bears' offense line, could that be an issue? Because I, th- I think there's a perception now that Fields could hit the ground running. Your thoughts on Justin Fields, what you saw – and the uh, the footwork you, you were talking about. Yeah, it was a little nitpicky because at the end of the day, he throws the ball as accurately as anybody. 
um, especially in this class. And honestly, you might be more accurate than a few starting quarterbacks already in the league. So like, it's not that big a deal, but I guess, you know, once you're playing against starters um, in the regular season, they're game planning against you, then you want to be a little more clean and, and stop with a little, an extra hitch here and there. He kind of hitched backwards a bit, but at the end of the day, he was throwing the, like I said, he was throwing the ball accurately. So it, it probably won't affect him too much because he's really, really good. And good quarterbacks find ways around like little minor, you know, technical issues. So I think he'll be fine. He threw the, again, the accuracy is stunning with this kid. Uh, you, you just see it play in, play out. He has such a smooth release. And I think people get, um, excited about what I just talked about with Zach Wilson because, and Trevor Lawrence for that matter too, where the release is so quick, like just like the, the literal time it takes for him to start the ball pass moving down and then up over his elbow compared to fields is a little more slower, but he still gets the ball. I mean, he still throws with unbelievable power and accuracy, but I, he'll be okay. You maybe want to see them, him throw the ball a little bit quicker. He had like a three point something, 3.2 average time to throw, which was about half a second longer than both Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. So like, yeah, you probably want to see him that can play, you know, what kind of type of concepts they're running with him, obviously play into that. But I think that would be the only thing, but honestly the accuracy and obviously the decision-making that we saw in, at Ohio state and now in its first, you know, preseason game, that makes him a, a top quarterback already. You know, we're in week two of preseason right now. We got week two, and you've seen these guys for a long time. You're getting a good look at them now. You mentioned Trevor Lawrence. Who is the rookie quarterback that you think will actually make a real impact this year? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is going to start. Zach Wilson is going to start. Like, we, we know that. Trey Lance, I would say, would be the third in terms of, like, percentage that they'll start. And then we don't know really about Fields and, and Mac Jones. I would say probably Justin Fields gets in before Mac Jones, but I, I'm not too sure. So I think in terms of that, obviously, then, then Wilson and, and Lawrence make the most impact. But I think if whenever field gets in I think he probably um, makes the most impact right away because I do think it's probably a better roster than those two the Jets and the Jaguars so then he'll be uh, propped up uh, by by those two teams I, I think obviously Trevor deserves to go number one I, I was a big fan of Warren of field at number two as a second quarterback taken for him to fall all the way down to to a, a playoff team really I mean the Bears in the playoffs last year so I think he'll probably have the best, biggest impact. Seth Galina, Pro Football Focus, joining us here. Seth, last one, uh, NFL rookies, before we get to some college here. You wrote about Sam Ellinger, a rookie quarterback from Texas who went to the Colts. Uh, and obviously they have a quarterback issue right now with Carson Wentz trying to come back from foot surgery. There's, there's starting to be a growing sense that maybe Ellinger's could be the guy early on and, and, and can get them through. Your thoughts on Ellinger, and, and can he, early in the season, keep the Colts afloat until Carson Wentz is healthy? 
Yeah. So he, I thought he was really good. Like I wasn't, I was, so I, I like kind of half jokingly picked him to win the Heisman last year um, because I felt like, well, he's a guy who's coming back for his like 10th season at Texas. And this was the year Oklahoma was starting new quarterback. Maybe they'll win the big 12 and then he'll be the Heisman. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but that didn't happen. But um, so I was like, I'm like kind of into him. I thought he was going to be a really good college quarterback and not quite a good NFL quarterback, like I don't think the skills really translate from pro to, to from college to pro. But look, it's like you know, 15 snaps or 20 snaps, whatever it was, and and I thought it was really good. He's clean, threw the ball down the field. That was just one of the things where, you know, you look at Trey Lance had a had a touchdown on a deep ball, and so did Justin Fields. But those two were, I would say, pretty schemed up by the by the you know the coordinators to get open receivers, especially the Justin Fields one. And with Ellinger, like he was throwing the ball down the field, he was taking chances, like making you know a part of his progression reads and throwing the ball down the field and throwing the ball accurately on a, on a post and uh, and some other routes. So I, I was impressed. I, I like wasn't expecting him to to be very good. Now I will say that um, Jacob Easton, the other guy battling for what could be the starter job, what could be I guess the backup job depending on when, graded out to like ninety point two, and I haven't gotten to his tape yet. Because um, I didn't expect to have to watch Jacob Eason in uh, August of 2021, but uh, apparently it was very good. So I, I got to get to that tape uh, shortly. You know, switching over to college football. <clears throat> you know, Joe and I earlier in the show talked about this, and we feel like the college football setup is almost becoming a, a setup for the usual suspects. You got your Alabama in there. You got you got your Clemson in there. You got your Auburn in there. It, who is going to be the team that finally bucks the system and kind of changes the outlook of what that four team playoff is there going to be a team in there that can one knock these teams off their pedestal or two just throw a little chaos in the mix i mean look like florida hasn't been to the college football playoff i think this is cheating if i say this but like florida has a chance to do it um you know you're playing in the sec east so you can get back to the title game. And they honestly, like last year in the title in the FC title game, they weren't that far from beating Alabama. Obviously they scored a bunch of points. So, but again, I, that's gotta be cheating because it's Florida, right? They're, they're a big time school. They won a national championship, you know, within the last 52, within the last 15 years. So I think that's probably cheating. Georgia's probably cheating too, because like you expect them to be really good. You know, North Carolina, probably, you know, you're talking about an ACC that's not that great. So I guess them and Miami can somehow, you know, you, 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 you get some wins there. Maybe even if you lose to Clemson in, a, in an ACC title game, you still get in somehow. I kind of doubt that. But those two would be probably my teams. Iowa State, everyone, you know, they return a bunch of talent and, and like an, again, like a fourth-year quarterback. So And they, were, they kind of put it together by the end of last season, so people are expecting them to, to be pretty good. I guess I, I would say probably those three teams, but I, I kind of agree with you guys that the usual suspects. I mean, you could you could say LSU. I mean, LSU was five and five last year, so for them to to make the the, the playoff again would be would be pretty surprising, even though they are um, not that far removed from a national championship. But yeah, I would say Iowa State. I'm into them. Washington is kind of interesting. Obviously, like whoever comes out of the Pac-12 if they're undefeated would be very interesting. Whether it's Washington or Oregon and maybe USC. So, yeah, I would put Arizona State is sneaky, 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 sneaky. I think the quarterback has to play a lot better, but they're very sneaky, um, even though they have a whole bunch of they, – they're in turmoil right now with the coaching staff and everything. So those would be kind of my picks to um, 
to break through. But uh, if you really want the truth, it's going to be the same five teams that you mentioned earlier. It always seems to be. Seth, we appreciate you hopping on. Seth Galina, Pro Football Focus. We'll be following the work, and, uh, and let's do this again. Thank you, Seth. All right, cool. See you guys. A lot of great stuff there. College football, the quarterbacks here in the NFL. And it's interesting. Justin Fields got the Ravis reviews, right? The highlight throw by Trey Lance deep down the field. Everyone was going crazy on social media over that. Yet the the grades say Zach Wilson with the Jets, Mac Jones with the Patriots. Maybe not as flashy, maybe not as big plays and in run, but they got the highest grades from pro football focus. If this quarterback class is going to be a good one, I can't wait to watch it. And I can't wait to watch all these guys play, especially – this week again in the preseason coming up you know what it's time for lightning bets our best bets of the night k props home runs games and we'll check in with the beckql model as well this is beckql daily presented by fanduel sportsbook right here on the beckql network